Managing cost, that's extremely important, but there has to be a knowledge and understanding of how do you manage those costs without hurting your product and damaging the reason people want to market or advertise with you to begin with. Yep. Let's face it, if you turn off the power, you save a lot of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. The more opportunities you have to meet listeners, the greater the opportunity to have success and grow an audience. You're still a celebrity to the people who've met you now for the first time. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Mike McVeigh is an undeniable industry icon. He's president of McVay Media, a full-service consulting firm. He specializes in content creation, radio programming, including network syndication, talent coaching, unique media strategy design. He also focuses on podcast creation and developing other digital content strategies. You may know that most recently, he was executive vice president of content and programming for the number three broadcaster in America, Cumulus, and also the number one network, Westwood One. Mike has an incredibly storied career, including programming in Los Angeles when he was only 25 years old. We'll find out all kinds of stuff on Mike in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. We are proud to present Mike McVeigh. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here, and it's great to talk to the people who are listening to your podcast. Hey, we're glad to have you, Mike. So, how would you describe the state of the industry right now, especially from the viewpoint of somebody who loves the business, wants to stay employed, and does not want to be a budget cut? In other words, make themselves indispensable. I think that it's critical that if you are going to be in our business today, be adaptable, that you not live in the past. Guys like us, myself, who started when AM radio stations played music, will remember the number of people that complained as FM came along and was taking audience. And the competition levels have continued to increase from there to where they are today. So when it comes to keeping a job and understanding how you make yourself indispensable, I think it's about being resilient, being open to multitasking, not being a person who grumbles and does, oh, woe is me, but says, what else can I do to help you? Those are people you don't want to lose in your organization. My good points. What are some of the new skills that folks need today to remain competitive and viable? If I'm looking at an air talent, I want the air talent who is capable of doing more than one format because it's quite possible that they're going to be an air talent doing mornings in one station and midday on another. I want them to have social media skills. I want the air talent to be good in public. An air talent who could do a great remote broadcast, a great public appearance is very valuable. But add to that their ability to ride along with a salesperson to help close a deal or show up at a charity event and further the image of the radio station. So from an air talent, it's way more than the old days of introverts who sat in a studio and talked into a piece of metal. It really is that you have to be all-encompassing as a personality. From the standpoint of a program director, I want to focus on what is it between the songs 
What is mm-hmm. it that you're going to do to capture diary holders or meter holders? Because playing the right music is really just a point of entry today. Everybody has research. If you say it's a level playing field, and we've all got the same resource when it comes to the music, and it's about what's between the songs, mm-hmm. or spoken word, the music are the topics that your news talk people are hitting on, or that your sports talk people are hitting on. And so programmers need to focus on really understanding who their talent are, how to coach talent, how to have the discipline to coach them regularly, how to motivate talent. So as a programmer today, there's a lot of things you have to look at before you even get out into the community. For the market manager, that skill set, like I mentioned earlier, is more than just selling advertising. It is, how do I sell air conditioners? How do I sell cars? How do I sell meals? Market managers are selling and marketing other people's products. And it should be radio. It should be social media. It should be commercials they're dropping into podcasts that they are also marketing. It should be moving the product for an advertiser in as many different ways as you can do it. Managing cost, that's extremely important, but there has to be a knowledge and understanding of how do you manage those costs without hurting your product and damaging the reason people want to market or advertise with you to begin with. Right. And on that note, with all the new duties and responsibilities that everyone has taken on right now, are you finding any radio basics that might be getting lost in the shuffle? You know, I would have to say that thing that I just mentioned, coaching talent, is becoming lost. I also think that we are losing the basics, that is, encouraging our air talent to identify the radio station and the frequency. Even if you are a station in a PPM market and listeners no longer need to write down the name of the station or the frequency, they still need to know it so they know where to come back to. You want to make your station memorable. The more memorable you are, the greater your success. And providing a service to your audience. I mean, we just saw with hurricanes racing through Florida and up the eastern seaboard for the USA, That's one of the times that people come rushing to radio, those that seldom use radio, to serve your community, deliver something to them that's more than playing the big songs, help them save lives. Great advice. You know, as a guy that's worked everywhere and certainly all the big markets and some of the biggest companies, as well as some of the really excellent smaller companies, what traits do you look for when recommending a higher mic? And do they differ based on company size? And if so, how? You know, I don't know if it differs based on company size as much as market size. In the biggest markets, you will find that the level of air talent are greater, that their commitment to show prep and putting in the time it takes to be really good is greater. In smaller markets, I really look for someone that I think has potential, that sounds good, That is smart. I've never met a successful air talent that wasn't intelligent. You know, I look for a strong work ethic. As I said earlier, I like them to be open to multi-pathing. I'm very fortunate in that I grew up, as you gentlemen did, at a time when as air talent, we did everything. That had been lost for a while. Now we're back to that, back 
to where, particularly in small and medium markets, your talent do everything. Speaking on the radio today is really special. It yep. is a privilege to be allowed to speak on the radio today. You bet. And, and I think that that's one of the things that I look for with talent for smaller markets because I want them to want to get better. I want them to focus on expanding their listenership, not being afraid to walk into an appliance store where all the radios are on the competition and change them all to your radio station right? because you get that it's all about listening, right? Right. Now, thinking about people who want to advance their career, what do you see as the biggest gap between where candidates are and really where an employer wants and needs them to be? I like the air talent who are willing to jump through burning hoops of fire. I always tell a quick story about Elena Smith. Mm -hmm. Elena Smith is part of the nationally syndicated radio show Nash Nights Live. And when I was the EVP of content and programming at Cumulus and Westwood One, I had been at a radio conference, two really well-known air talent from San Diego, Jeff and Jer, they came over and as we chatted, they said, this is a young lady you need to know. And they introduced me to Elena. And I said to Elena, tell me about yourself. And she had interned with Jeff and Jer. She was doing some little in-studio part-time work with a morning show in their same cluster that was on the rock station. And she wanted to be part of a morning show somewhere. Well, send me your air check. I got a link to her audio a couple days later, and I listened to it, and I heard something there. And I called her and said, look, I know you're in San Diego. Cumulus has an opening for a morning show sidekick in Melbourne, Florida. If you're willing to starve, because the job pays about 30000 a year, mm -hmm. and if you're willing to move across America, this would be a great place to consider being paid to go to college, and you'll learn how to do radio there, and I'll keep my eyes and ears on you. And Elena Smith jumped in a car with her father. They called me as they were in Dallas, driving across the country, and said, Hey, Mr. McVeigh, is there a hotel we should be staying at when we get to Melbourne? That's and I suddenly, was, I suddenly was like, oh my gosh, I don't even think we've signed her contract yet. And scrambled. And Elena did mornings for a little over a year in Melbourne. John Dickey was the chief operating officer at Cumulus at the time that we were launching Nash Nights Live. And John's vision was that he wanted someone who had done Top 40 Radio, that female, to be a co-host. And so I was bringing them the usual names that are always out there when you're talking about this specific type of job. And John said, no, I want somebody different for this. I want someone who's younger, youthful sounding. Maybe their chronological age isn't young, but they need to be youthful sounding so that on this country show at night, we have a top 40-like radio show. And I said to him, Google the name Elena Smith. And up popped Elena. And we hired her. And not only did Elena move to Nashville, where she about tripled her salary, she has continued to succeed and grow and is doing significantly better with multiple platforms today. She has a night show where she's co-host with Sean Parr. She has her own weekend show called With Elena. And she has a podcast that she's now doing on Westwood One. Those are the kind of people I look for 
those are the people that I really want to find and see if I can further their career. Because as you further their career, you are also improving your own product. And that's something we all want to do, right? Yep. We're with the wonderful Mike McBay today. Hey, we've got one last question coming up. But first, is there somebody you'd like to hear from? We'd love to hear from you with your suggestions. Email them to show at brandwithondemand.com. If you'd like to be a guest with us, well, just text BOOKINGS to 44222. That's BOOKINGS with an S to 44222. And if you are finding this information helpful, and if you're finding this, please spread the word. Our mission to help you build smarter radio brands and then use all the bandwidth opportunities to make sure people hear them wherever they are. And we're available on all podcast platforms. And the easiest way, just Google Brand Width On Demand. Player pops right up. Coming up next, Mike McVeigh shares some opportunities hiding in plain sight. What is it that makes Music Master the favorite choice of radio programmers all around the world? Ask CKRM's Colin Lovequist. Music Master has just eased the workload and the stress, giving me more time to spend with the community. The real question is, why will you choose Music Master? Find out at musicmaster.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Plain sight. Brand with On Demand. We're with the always amazing Mike McVeigh. Hey, Mike, what's one opportunity for local radio stations today that most folks might find just hiding in plain sight? I think it's being in the community more, being everywhere and being seen everywhere, regardless of the size of the market. could be New York City or Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, San Francisco, or it could be a small market, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana, Albany, Georgia, Mm -hmm. be everywhere, be seen everywhere. The more opportunities you have to meet listeners or meet people who can become listeners, the greater the opportunity to have success and grow an audience. When people meet you, you suddenly become real to them. And even though it may seem to you that you're in tiny town USA, you're still a celebrity the people who've met you now for the first time yep the second part of this is that there is a responsibility that goes with that being that wherever you are whether you're wearing a station t-shirt or in a station vehicle or not you're still a member of that broadcast facility and so be a nice person be a good human don't flip somebody off or use profanity (laughs) or be rude to a waiter or waitress assume that everybody likes you on the air because you're a good person and be that same person off the air. That's what's hiding in plain sight. Chance to have grassroots growth by meeting people and touching them. Our thanks to Mike McVeigh. Boy, he is something else. Isn't he, Kipper? Oh, yeah. And links to his website and other cool stuff in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. Coming up next... There aren't many people who could put an Investigative Journalism Award, six Emmys, three hit PBS specials, the Olympics, Tour de France, and Entertainment Tonight on their resumes. I mean, if you look at my bio, it sort of looks like an ADD bio. Yeah, everything looks interesting to this guy. And it's, and, and it's true, but there is a, a common thread, and that is I do love to perform. The one, the only, John Tesh joins us. That's a wrap, Kipper. 
Mike and Bay talked about community, and we'll talk about it too in the One Minute Martinizing. You'll find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon the brand you make. Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwick On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwick On Demand.